What's going on? It's time for another episode of Too Hard for the Radio, transmitting from the future free state of Greater Idaho. I am the one armed madman. And back with me tonight from the Badlands of Southern Montana, where it is cold as fuck, it's Nolan5150. How are we doing, brother? Ew. We had all kinds of fucking issues tonight. <laughs> Technical difficulties. I'm so- <laughs> Yeah, it's very cold outside, but I am sweating like a pig right now. I've been like having to run my my um, thermostat up a couple degrees because it just feels cold. You know what? This reminds me. I can go onto my iPad and turn down the fucking heat from here. So I'm gonna do that <laughs> here in a second. Uh, sometimes, <laughs> anyway. sometimes technology is okay. <laughs> yeah, right. It, it, it can it can have its perks from time to time, uh-huh. and until. You get crazy lunatics like uh, like this guy who get in the way. Oh, wait. That was a really good lead-in, and I didn't have the screen recording. Damn it. Here's Klaus Schwab. Friend and colleague said, Roger Brende, geopolitically, our world is more interconnected, yet paradoxically, more divided and fragmented than ever. Economically, we grapple with sluggish growth. Wait a minute. I thought Bidenomics was working. <laughs> what about slackish growth? Whoa. I, I thought Biden was killing it. Didn't you? I mean, yeah, geez. Yeah. Weeks. I mean, according, a nerve on this guy. According to CNN and CNBC, yeah. The only news I, I get is from them, and they, they've been telling me everything's good to go. What are you doing here, buddy? You trying to get Trump elected? <laughs> the very fabric of our societies is inclusiveness. Inclusiveness. Which is in doubt. It's in Environmentally, doubt. we confront the relentless challenges. The fact that they put this guy up here with this accent always just blows me away. It's like, hey, let's bring the the, the Nazi up here and tell everybody that they need to have less of everything. Really, it, <clears throat> I mean, it, it's it's kind. I mean, the optics uh, is just crazy. Everything, everything else aside, it is a cool accent in my opinion. But with the message that he's delivering, it it just. I don't know how it can do anything other than just make you very, very concerned. <laughs> yeah, like repulse, just like, oh my god, this Nazi's coming to take everything I have. Yeah, and then and then past that, like, why is he speaking English? It's clearly not his native tongue. Why isn't he speaking his native tongue and then having it translated? Well, by the rules of inclusivity, I am using the common tongue. <laughs> Climate change, a threat to our planet's delicate balance. And technologically, we navigate uncharted waters where innovation offers boundless opportunities, but also unprecedented risks. Uh Uh-oh. So steeply transformative challenges, which are actually the cornerstone of our program, lead to uncertainty Generalized fear and pessimism. Generalized fear and peasantism. Hey, what about this guy, right? (laughs) You will own nothing, you will have nothing, and you will like it. (laughs) Meanwhile, like, we're leading to to peasantry. Oh, 
goodness, who could be doing that? <laughs> they force us into a mode of short-term crisis management at the detriment of long-term strategic and sustainable solutions. Like this wind reactionary and approach undermines our collective faith. Our collective faiths mm, undermines our. Who does he mean by our? Like undermines them? Yeah, that's that's a problem, right? Yeah, it's according to him. <laughs> In the future, at the end, here we losing the face of our future. We risk become much more ego-centered oh my and gosh we become much more ego-centered like the guy with the world economic forum who we're gonna set policy for the entire world worries about us becoming too egocentric that's fucking rich yeah and and our like you said he, he's, he says our our future collective what is future. our yeah. i always love when they say our democracy because you know because you know that our democracy not means me you yeah you know, our democracy means our hegemony so when he says undermines our he means like our control and yeah we are doing that and he does not like it the the fact that we have this technology that allows us to have our own tv show for you know a, a couple thousand bucks must repulse this lizard <laughs> on the national he's like uh, we need, we must ban road. Road is, is, is the enemy is allowing, uh, the, 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 uh, uh, I don't know, misinformation. <laughs> On a national and individual level. To break this cycle, we need a paradigm shift. Oh, we paradigm. must rebuild trust. And that's actually the theme of trust. our meeting. We have to rebuild trust, trust in our future. Trust in our capacity to overcome challenges, and most importantly, trust in each other. Trust is not just a feeling. Trust is a commitment, oh, it's a commitment. to action, action, to belief, to hope. To achieve this. I believe and I hope that you will own nothing soon. <laughs> We must rediscover and embrace the narrative that has driven humanity since its inception. Acting as trustees for a better future. This narrative is about, isn't about short-term gains or individual successes. Oh, no. It is about stewardship, about preserving and enhancing our world for current and future generations. It is about understanding that our actions today have far-reaching reaching consequences tomorrow. <laughs> our actions. Yeah, man. This fucking guy. You know what, what, what I thought was really funny when he was talking about inclusivity, which is added danger. Oh, my. Inclusivity. And you might think that an economic form would be talking about economic <laughs> diversity or economics, you know? <laughs> but that's not what he's talking about. This is what he's talking about. 
For those listening, they brought on a witch doctor to fucking put a curse on all of them. <laughs> Same, same thing like this is inclusivity yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we want you to be poor and to own nothing but we want to bring you up here and parade you around so we can call ourselves inclusive same thing like I was saying with him speaking his native tongue okay she's clearly speaking whatever I don't know what whatever. language that Witch is doctor. but, but <laughs> why why aren't they translating what she's saying because like they have no fucking clue what she's saying. <laughs> How are they going to... Do you think any of them have any clue what she was saying? Uh, I have no fucking clue what she was doing. If I They're just like, yeah, bring her up here, dan- make, let her dance yeah. around, and we'll score some points. That's the whole deal. That's what they mean by inclusivity. They don't mean that, like... They want you to be included in our current financial system and to have a, an economic future. No, 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 no. Stewardship of the planet means that you're going to be poor. Because if you're not poor, then we're going to boil the oceans. Eh, you know, these guys are freaking out. Well, over I mean, like the, the whole thing is that we have to rebuild the trust. And it's like, when did we ever trust you? Like, I, I, the minute that I saw this guy for the first time, I was like, holy shit, there's a Nazi who wants to steal everything that I hold dear to me. Like, when did anybody ever trust this fucking guy? Like, I guess the government, maybe, and maybe he's talking about the Republican Party. Maybe that's all he's really talking about. Or he's talking about, you know, Trumpers. But, like, whoever trusted this fucking guy? Like, who made him the boss? Who who invited him to spew out all of this fucking garbage and decide how we're going to live for the next hundred years. I've, like I've no nobody idea. ever I, asked for this shit. I would really love to. And so, oh, we have to rebuild the trust. I, I don't think I've ever heard anybody, you know, say anything about him in, in a positive light and, and be like, you know, that guy's got it figured out. That guy is, you know, speaking the truth. Hey, man, I was listening to this fucking interview with this guy named Klaus Schwab on the, <laughs> on the World Economic Forum, and he said that I'm going to own nothing and I'm going to like it, bro, and it was fucking rad. But I'm going to have a pod and I'm going to eat the bugs, dude. Yeah, man. Shred the gnar. I'm going to have a fucking van and a surfboard <laughs> and I'm going to get universal basic income, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> uh, um... I think uh, I think they need to uh, get him shot up on on some meth or something because he's just he's talking too slow. He you know I need I need a little more energy to get behind his message. Yeah, yeah. They need to give him the Biden juice, Biden juice, <laughs> whatever they juice Biden up with. They got to give him some of that, and then he can really get fired up. And they need to have some better lighting and make it more ominous, so it like it really looks like they're coming after you for the new world order. Because yeah. I just that's not what they're trying to do, right? (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable. I mean, the guy is like a a literal comic book villain. Yeah. And we're and and he's talking about building trust again. Is it's like could you imagine like and he kind of looks like Lex Luthor. Yeah. Like an older version. Imagine if he like destroys the entire city of New York and then Superman kicks his ass and puts him in prison, and then he breaks out and he's like (laughs) he's like hey i need to rebuild i need to rebuild trust (laughs) 
<laughs> it's like you fucking destroyed the city with an asteroid, bro. There's no trust here. There never was any trust. You're a creepy old man. <laughs> Rebuild trust. Oh, what a psychopath. I've got another three minutes of him, but I think we got the picture at this point, right? Yeah. <laughs> Bidenomics. I have some things on Bidenomics here just real quickly. Here's from the Wall Street Journal, which is supposed to be, you know, right wing. Bidenomics is working for the middle class. It's like, wait a minute. The middle class of what country? The middle class of Ethiopia? Did they get $10 billion last week that I didn't hear about? And they're now living large? Like, no, the middle class is not doing better. You're thinking about selling your car so you can buy Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if if the middle class was doing better, you'd be like, ah, fuck it. I don't need any of that bullshit. What do you mean? I have to buy a fucking little box and yeah, whatever. My money's fine. I'm doing just just fine. No. Bidenomics. Here's a little bit newer news. This was from last week when I heard this the first time. Here's from Fox. Ordner Biden and Seymour. Uh, Bidenomics message tells a campaign to let it go. The Bidenomics experiment is headed towards disaster. Bidenomics may be breaking ice with frosty voters. Analysis. Iowa caucus marks voters' first chance to begin kicking Bidenomics to the curb. I mean, nobody's buying this, and these are not just Fox News. Here's Politico. Seymour Sanders pans Bidenomic message. Yuck. That's what it says. Yuck. <laughs> Down in the parentheses. Some Democrats hate it, but Bidenomics isn't going anywhere. Oh, CNN, thank you. I, I feel so much better. I, I, I'm so glad that we're going to get another four years of Bidenomics. That's just going to be great for everyone, right? <laughs> oh, man. Let's let's hear another uh, another comic book villain. Here's a... Here's, Ursula von der Leyen, Queen Ursula. For the global business community, the top concern for the next two years is not conflict or climate. It is disinformation and misinformation. Ah. Wait a minute. For the global business community, you're not, you're a part of the global business community, Nolan. You work for a global company like that. You know, Harley Davidson, ESG company. How worried are you about misinformation? Is this wrecking your job right now? <laughs> yes. I, I, I can't imagine what it's like to have to work on a Harley when you've got people telling you the gas is going nowhere. I, I, it must be jarring, just <laughs> jarring. Followed closely by polarization within our societies. Oh, boy. These risks We have are to come serious. together. You must come together and own nothing collectively. Because they limit our ability to tackle the big global challenges we are facing. We. Changes in our climate. Yeah, she's facing them. And our geopolitical climate. Shifts in our demography. And in our technology. Spiraling regional conflicts and intensified geopolitical competition and their impacts on supply chains. The sobering reality is that we are once again competing more intensely across countries than we have in several decades. And this makes the theme of this year's Davos meeting even more relevant. You know what's just terrible for society, Nolan? Competition. Yeah, I mean, if we could eliminate competition, and, and especially on a global level, 
and we could just all play on an equal playing field, and then we'll just all smoke pot, grab our van, and go down to catch some fucking waves, bro. Our universal <laughs> basic income. Tasty waves. <laughs> Yeah, we don't need any competition out there, man. We're all cool. It's you take your turn for the wave, bro. You were in position, man. Like, this is an economic forum. Like, competition is what breeds economics. Without competition, you don't get better products. You don't get better services. You just get these fucking people. Yeah. Who are are paid endless amounts of money to do nothing. You know, th- last week. I don't remember if we covered this on the show. I don't think we did. But, oh, I think we did. The border. The border. 64 congressmen went down to the border to scream about something that they can watch on TV. There's 120 college degrees, $120 million, and 15 total jobs went down to complain about something they can watch on TV. And nothing got done except $1.7 trillion got spent. And will it do anything to fix the border? Absolutely not. Rebuilding trust. Oh, there it is. Jeez. This is not a time for... You know, in the EU, they've got things like Brexit is going down. They they don't trust us, so they left our our, our country. We need to rebuild trust so we can have this big socialist system. We we can't stand one country leaving our socialist system. We have to have everybody under the same blanket. I think this is a this is an interesting message, right? So now we've heard this from two different people. Building back trust. So this is something like that was, you know, advertising agents like social media people all sat down in a room and said, What's going to be the theme for this year's Davos? And they go, Well, these peasants don't like us and don't want to be our slaves. Let's rebuild their trust. That's a winner. It's almost like make America great, but better. <laughs> it's make the world great. Or... Yes, make the world great again under one global system. Right? Conflicts or polarization. This is a time to build trust. Hmm. This is a time to drive global collaboration more than ever before. This requires immediate and structural responses to match the size of the global challenges. I believe it can be done. Ah, I believe it can be done. And she smiles. (laughs) Of course, because we're going to steal your tax dollars to do it. And I believe we can do that very easily because you peasants just sit at home and play video games and you don't do anything about it. (laughs) So, yeah, I definitely have no problem doing that. And I think we're going to do it right away. So she used a lot of coded language there to basically get at, like, one major point. And, uh, man, let's see. Which one is it? This guy here. Here's another fucking stooge. He just comes right out and says it. He doesn't pussyfoot around. That order seems to know, know, uh, not be uh, the order anymore. We are on the way to a new order. So we are between orders. Oh. Uh, do you agree with that, or are there ways of uh, what are we able to keep on the positive side from the old order to bring into a new world order? And oh. how can we avoid that that new world order uh, becomes like a jungle growing back and we rather uh, have an order based on international law and the principles that have brought us prosperity and uh, freedom uh, for decades? Oh, yeah. I guess... 
this new world order has brought us freedom and prosperity for decades. How are we going to keep that and yet crack down? Keep it for us, you know, whatever. These fucking peasants. And maybe this is the the old um, kind of teacher in me coming out. I think of this a little bit more. This is the teacher in me. Let me smooth this out so it doesn't sound so jarring when I get <laughs> when I start trending on Twitter later today. Let me let me kind of oh, let me unpack this. That's that's something that these journos and teachers. Let me let, let's unpack that statement a little bit and, and get to the real root of the issue. You know, so uh, the teacher in me would like to say about a transition of eras rather than a transition of orders. It's but a the transition two are kind of, of eras of one another. The reason I draw the distinction is because I don't think the international order built after 1945 is getting replaced wholesale with some new order. Um, it will well, why are we here then? As it, as it has evolved <laughs> multiple times over the decades since 1945. But I do think in a, in a more sharp and distinctive way, we are moving into a new era. And that's what I talked about in my remarks, that we are, you know, the post-Cold War era has come to a close. <laughs> We're at the start of something new. We have the capacity to shape what that looks like. And at the heart of it will be many of the core principles and core institutions of the existing order adapted so then it's uh, not for a the new challenges that we face today. So we're not going to burn down all of the institutions. I mean, things like the CIA and the NSA. They can be transferred. They, they can be massaged and reworked and 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 adapted for the new era <laughs> yeah right you dirty fucking stooge can you imagine like how hot he must have gotten right away when that guy started saying new world order he's like oh shit. <laughs> how am i gonna fucking make this one look all right you know <laughs> i can't imagine these people are the worst like and and seriously why else are you there like that the guy at least is telling you what we're here for. It's like, hey, look, we're losing control of the current system and we need to be. And he goes, we have the capacity to shape that system. Oh, really? That sounds like a, a, a highfalutin term for like, we're going to steal trillions of dollars from the peasants and we're going to use them to enrich ourselves through grants and loans and, you know, transfers of, of titles and real estate. Like these people are just dirty, disgusting commies who are, this guy is uh, the teacher in me. So you know what else that says to me? He's never had a real fucking job his, his entire life. He's lived off of our tax dollars his entire fucking life. He's a disgusting plague on our system. And these people need to be taken out back and shot. Figuratively. <laughs> Hypothetically, like sh like dodgeball, <laughs> we can shoot them with yeah. dodgeballs. <laughs> just Anyways, just a little bit of. I got one more here from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just we'll just pepper it's them a bit. Sting. You know, I, I've got one here. I think one. Yeah, one more here from Davos. I love these these walk and talks where where uh, journalists just pester these fucking people while they're at Davos. So here's one. What's the carbon footprint of these events every single year that you come here? <laughs> Think it's worth it? Peasants pay for your crimes? <laughs> That's a stupid question. Is it, a, is it really? <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it more stupid than you traveling here to tell us? 
please, please. Sorry? We're done. We're done. We are done now. Don't grab me. You can't grab us. This is a free society, mate. This is, we have freedom of the press. Why do you think you're more important? Your carbon footprint doesn't matter, but everybody else around the world suggested that. Nobody ever suggested that. Oh. Don't make up stupid questions. Wait, wait. Didn't Bill Gates just justify himself having the largest footprint of any fucking person on? He justified. What did he say? Oh, well, I, I spend money to, to fix this new system. I, you know, I fly around and I, I give lectures and I learn about things. I learn from farmers in, in Africa. Mm -hmm. It's like, dude, that's exactly what they're, that's exactly what you're all fucking saying. It's crazy. Do you think it's right that peasants should pay for your crimes? That's a stupid question. Why is that a stupid question? That's the that is the fucking question, guy. Like, it's amazing to me. And and the look on these smug assholes' faces where it's just like, oh, get this dirty commoner away from me. Like, am I allowed to to rough him up? And what are the laws here? Can I rough this guy up or what? <laughs> being here suggests that. A stupid question. You being here every single year and doing this suggests that. And and I have done a huge amount. Listen now. Please. Why can't I ask him questions? Who and at you? that point, I'm saying, listen, bitch, get your fucking hands off of me. You may think I'm your fucking slave, but I am not. You do not touch me. You touch me again, I'm going to call the fucking cops on you, and I'm going to cost you an hour. Hmm. Because you're going to have to explain why you were putting your hands on me. And yeah, I know there's nothing going to happen to you because you're above the law. And we all know that. But I'm going to sit here, and I'm going to film it, and I'm going to waste your fucking day and show everybody how above the law you are. Because if I touched you for one second, I'd be spending the night in jail. And you can guarantee that'd be the case. Oh, pro probably wouldn't even have to touch her. Just... Just, she, if she went, if she called the cops at this point and said, I'm being harassed by a man who I don't know, he's claiming to be a journalist, but I've never heard of his outlet, please come and help me, he would be... Like, questioned thoroughly. His background would be looked into. He may be detained on the sidewalk for, you know, a couple of hours. And he's going to lose an entire day of work. Because she's above the law and we are slaves. And that is the fucking way it's supposed to be. And you just need to get out of my face. Like, I just love these videos. Let's finish it. Why are you trying to bully me out of us? So that doesn't. A lot of people say no to a lot of the policies and agendas he pushes. They don't get a choice. So why can't we ask him a question in a public space? Can you not touch me? Can you not touch me? Get your fucking hands off me. No, I'm, I'm happy. Wait. So, so answer. We can walk nicely. Your question. What did you answer? Please respect you to The answer to your question was it's a stupid question. Listen, I. That's all right. We're walking to the meeting. Okay, thanks. You're a bunch of. Why are you working so hard to protect such a criminal? That's right. <laughs> criminals. Why, why are you protecting criminals? There you go. It's fucking true, too. I mean, they fly to the nicest place in Switzerland for a group of criminals to get together and jerk each other off for a four hours each day and listen to each other talk about the same fucking bullshit. Like how many times do you think he sat through the same stupid fucking climate change speech? Just yeah, regurgitated yeah. 
over and over and over again. How many times, how long can you sit in that audience and listen to them talking about rebuilding trust? Let's bring out another person and have them talk about rebuilding trust. How about you? You think you can rebuild some trust? We got some trust over there. Like it's, it's all stupid. They're not getting anything done. They're not getting to the bottom of anything. They're not fucking solving anything. Even if they had our full support, they wouldn't solve shit because they're incompetent fools. Like, I mean, if the, it, it, it's just a waste of everything. If I was, uh, if I was into old wrinkly people or uh, baby's blood, I mean, fuck, I'd go. That must be one hell of an after party. Yeah, man. Who knows what these creepazoids are doing in the hotels afterwards? I guarantee they rent out entire hotels where you have to like have the wristband or have the credential just to even get into the hotel. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. I'm going to go and, and grab a drink. They're like, no, you're fucking not, buddy. Get the hell out of here. Come back next month. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I really enjoy those walk and talks, though, because they just they again, they don't solve anything. All yeah. they do is make these people uncomfortable and show us what disgusting criminals they are. Yeah, but like, it's fun. I, I just love it's them. fun to it's fun to it's, ruffle yes. ruffle those people's feathers because they they you know like you said they think they're above the law. They think they they, they are above the law. Uh, they don't think it. Yeah, they know it yeah, because they they've are. acted that way their entire yeah. lives. They're complete sociopaths. They think that the rules do not apply to them because they don't. But it's at those rare occasions where you can get close enough um, and, you know, kind of just poke your finger into their world and uh, and stir shit up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, man. And they fucking these criminals like ugh, they make me sick. All right. Let's switch gears here. We're actually doing pretty decent on time. I thought we were going to go over, but we're looking pretty good right now. So. Donald Trump just smoked everybody in in the cockeye in Iowa. So caucus. Let's uh, let's 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 go check in with MSNBC and and see how how things are going over there in Trump land. At this point in the evening, the projected winner of the Iowa caucuses um, has just started giving his victory speech. Uh, we will keep an eye on that as it happens. Uh, we will let you know if there's any news made in that speech. If there's anything, no. I like this. She goes the winner. And they have a big graphic of Donald Trump up there, but she won't even say his name because he's Voldemort. Or <laughs> these something substantive and important. Um, the reason I'm saying this is, of course, there is a reason that we and other news organizations have generally stopped giving an unfiltered live platform to remarks by former President Trump. It is not out of spite. It is not a decision that we relish. It is a decision that we regularly revisit. Um, and honestly, earnestly, it is not an easy decision, but there is a cost to us as a news organization of knowingly broadcasting untrue things. <laughs> and obviously it has nothing to do with that. What it is, is these people finally learned their fucking lesson. Donald Trump smoked them because in, in 2020 because they gave him a free microphone whenever he stepped up in front of him. They just gave him a platform. They plastered his face everywhere. Everything he said, they would play it and react to it. And they're finally getting it. Like, I don't know if you've noticed, but Trump is nowhere. Like, he oh, yeah. trends on Twitter every once in a while, but you don't see him anywhere. He's not on Fox. He's not on Newsmax. He's definitely not on MSNBC, CNN, or CBS. But 
You just don't really see him. If you look for him, you can find him. He's doing rallies all over the place, big crowds and everything, but not in the media, not in podcasts. He does not come across my desk very often anymore. And I, they learned their lesson. That's, you know, you would think that they would have figured it out earlier, but they finally did. And, uh, you know, what else can you really say? Like, he's going to beat him anyways. If he's allowed to stay on the ticket, yeah. he doesn't go to jail. <laughs> if they don't kill him, like, he's going to win. There's no chance that anybody has against him. Uh, I don't... What what's the what's the chick's name that was in the in the oh Rachel Maddow I fucking hate her no no she's she, the worst she was she's one of the she was it was Trump DeSantis Tulsa oh Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley I thought you were talking yeah. about the newscaster yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I heard a clip yeah, she got I, I hoped I didn't see I didn't see this clip uh, that you sent me but I heard a clip of her saying something to the effect like she can honestly say that it's now a two person race because uh vivek dropped out and um yeah and and in my head i i was thinking well she must be banking on the fact that trump's not ever going to make it to the election and it's going to be yeah to the primary or whatever you know so she's in her Mm -hmm. head she's like oh it's going to be me and desantis which i found hilarious and i think she's the establishment pick She's getting all the big donor money right now. I think the establishment knows that Joe doesn't have another four years in him and that the people just don't want him. I think they'll let him run. They want it to be Biden-Haley, and they want Haley to win. Probably. Because you got to have a boogeyman. This is something we've been talking about a lot. Like, you have to have a boogeyman. Like we were just saying with these Davos freaks, they're never going to get anything done because they can't. They're, They're just worthless people. They they can't do anything. So they have to have a boogeyman that's obstructing them from doing what they want to do. We want to change. We want to give you better job. We want to raise, you know, a uh, minimum wage. We want to uh, move to net zero. But the Republicans, they just, you know, they're dirty, disgusting people. They don't understand science and they won't let us. <laughs> that's the only way they're going to be able to wait, hand wave off all this climate change type of shit because they just can't get it done and and we don't have the ability to do it like we don't have the power lines we don't have the workers we don't have the economy yeah it we're just not set up for shit like that right now we are not we are a service economy in this country like people are not looking to work hard and for a lot of this shit to get done that they want to do you need people working hard and we're sick of being these people's fucking workhorses like i I don't know about like people like, you know, you're, you're not really doing their job, but like people like me, I, I lost my hand building their fucking technological society. Like I like it too. Don't get me wrong. But like, these are the drivers of innovation and technology and they're the ones who are taking the energy. They're taking 80% of the energy. I would say that 80% of the work that I did in North Dakota went to oil that was going to be used for the establishment's purpose. Maybe even more because most of that oil is going to the military right off the bat. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, fuck those people. I don't want to do your dirty work, build your own power lines, build your own factories, do your own fucking work. I have nothing in common with these psychopaths. 
Like, I don't want to live with them anymore. I hate this kumbaya come together shit. Like, I want us to go further apart. National divorce. Stay the fuck out of my life, you disgusting perverts. Anyways. Let's uh let's just revisit. You know, she was saying we we can't run all this these untruths and lies on our on our program. So why don't we just go go through some some quick Rachel Maddow highlights? While we're on the subject, oh, yeah, did I get straight? Ooh. I got my shot. I did. I'm so excited. I got the Johnson and Johnson. Uh, one-shot vaccine. Can I just tell you about it for a second? Oh, my. No. Let me hear it. Uh, I no. went on Can my I? own, so I didn't have... Please, please tell me about it. I can't wait. <laughs> Sounds juicy. Anybody take a <laughs> picture of me, Johnson, let alone me dancing like Chris did uh, when I was getting the actual <laughs> shot? I didn't... Uh, hey, I can guarantee you that she hasn't been poked with a Johnson since she was in high school. <laughs> that dyke went to carpet right away. I don't think I would have liked to see me, a, a picture of me getting the actual shot anyway, because I am afraid of needles. And so it would make me throw up if I saw a picture of myself getting an injection. Uh, but I did take this photo of myself. Right she looks like any 35 year old man in a hat. <laughs> you could just be like, hey, look at my cousin Joe over here. And it's just fucking Rachel Maddow. I hate this woman so much. Like I used to get in massive arguments with one of my roommates in um, San Francisco because he would watch her every night. And I didn't know anything about anything at that point. I just knew that this woman was the enemy. And I was just like, put anyone else on. I can't stand this dyke. She annoys the fuck out of me. I, 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 and I just didn't really know why I hated her so much. I just knew that she was the enemy. And I just, it's like, um, uncanny Valley, you know what the uncanny Valley is. So it's like mm -hmm. AI. So, you know, on like, um, AI, photos you can look down at the hands and the hands are all fucked up yeah. and you go whoa and it kind of like repulses you and you don't really know what's wrong with it you just know that it's not right that's what was happening with rachel maddow i knew there was not something not right about that dyke and i was fucking right anyways here's another one uh, let's see which is the best one i don't want to go through both of them but well whatever let's let's do this one first we do that um just as a personal plea from me, oh, yeah. if you have been putting off being vaccinated for whatever reason, don't agonize about it. Don't let anybody make you feel bad about that. This is the hard hitting and, news. You know, get you defensive about it. Just make a fresh decision now. Take a fresh look at the issue now, looking at what's going on now. No matter why you have put it off in the past, no judgment. Oh. Now is the time to actually. No judgment. Mm -hmm. No judgment, you dirty prole. You dirty, disgusting person who who I don't want around my children and I don't want in public society. I'm not judging you. I just think you're disgusting and I don't even like when I look at you and I see that you're not wearing a mask. I just know that you love Trump and it just ugh. no judgment. Go do it. Because we really cannot afford you having to go to the hospital right now. If you're unvaccinated, you have a much higher chance of getting this newly transmissible variant we had never seen before before a couple of weeks ago. And all of our nurses are so busy doing TikTok dances that they're just not going to be able to get to you in time. Like, we, we really can't handle this. We can't, we just, we, we, again, the royal we, our hegemony, cannot afford you going to the hospital right now. Because if I'm in the hospital with you, I don't want to get your dirty, disgusting pearl germs, you, ugh. what a disgusting cunt. 
and it's the unvaccinated people who it's going to make sick. And we really just cannot afford yeah. for you to have to go to the hospital right now. I mean, looking all around the country, depending on where you live, there is a very good chance there's no room for you in the hospital right now if you need to go. And if <laughs> that you can well. somehow get a yeah. bed because you got COVID and you got sick from it because you weren't vaccinated. How old? This is if old, you are right? able to get yourself into a bed. You're oh, yeah. No, this is like two years old. This is in the middle of COVID. This is Omicron. Okay. So this is not even in the beginning of COVID. This is like towards the end. So this is like 2021, 2022. Like, this is later. This is not in the beginning. And mind you, I got all of these clips off of MSNBC's website. <laughs> so they're not even hiding. Like, they're not going, hey, let's like, kind of get rid yeah, of some of the shit that didn't delete No. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. It's still up right on their fucking website. I couldn't believe it. I was like looking through Twitter and I was like, you know what? Let's let's go to the well and see if, and, and I can find the, and there they are, right on there. You just pull up an article. There they are justifying themselves. No corrections. It's a, <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. We're going to be filling a bed that somebody else really needs. Yeah. So even if you didn't feel like you could do it before, even if you've been holding off for whatever reason. I just can't. <laughs> look at it freshly now. Now would be the time. Even if it wasn't okay for you before, it's okay for you to do it now. Honestly, your country needs you. <laughs> and if you are and you hear the laugh, but you tell. haven't been yeah. boosted yet, you hear the you're laugh, tell. for your booster, make your appointment for your booster. Uh, now's the time. And I know from anecdotal experience where in part of the country where I live, right now signing up for a booster right now is sometimes hard to find an appointment. Oh, God. The only reason I'm saying that is not because you should be discouraged from trying to get one, but because if you know you need to get your booster, you should try to make your appointment now because you may have to make it some distance in advance in order to get into a vaccination site. So and you might time to you do may it. die this before you get your booster. Yeah, I think something like 10% of, of the adult population in this country has taken the new one. So this age, just just great, yeah. right? And here's my conspiracy theory. She sent her brother to the vaccination site and said, take a picture of yourself so I can say that I got vaccinated. I don't think a lot of these fucking weirdos... <laughs> I, I mean, these people are super freaks, so they probably just got vaxxed to the gills. Well, but I mean, who knows? She's, like a lot of the, I know a, a lot of the top people didn't. I mean, they're, they're, these are the useful idiots. You know, these yeah, are the ones yeah. who are who are going to bring in the revolution. And then as soon as the revolution happens, they're going on on the cross, baby. She's she's going to be she's going to be taken down for for she's a lesbian, which is not okay. Like if you're a lesbian, you're denying the existence of trans people. <laughs> That's just. That cannot be tolerated in the new world order. If you are not willing to suck a feminine penis, you're a bigot and you don't belong in professional society. No job for you, Nolan. Suck that, suck that big clit. <laughs> All right. And here's my favorite. This one's the best. She still has a tweet of this up, mind you. So she didn't even go through. Her own shit. Being able, excuse me, it means for instead of the virus being able to hop from person to person to person to person, spreading and spreading, sickening some of them, but not all of them. And the ones that it doesn't sicken don't know they have it. And then they give it to even more people because they didn't recognize they were right. Instead of the virus being able to hop from person to person to person, potentially mutating and becoming more virulent and drug resistant along the way. She's talking about monkeypox, right? That the vaccines work well enough <laughs> that the virus stops with every vaccinated person. 
A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them. The virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. It cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to go get more people. That means the vaccines will get us to the end of this. If we just go fast enough to get the whole population. Get the whole population. We got to get everybody. If we just go fast enough, we got to get needles and arms, baby. I wonder if monkeypox is like, you know when, well, you were never a heroin addict, but like, so as a heroin addict, when you hear that a buddy overdosed, you're like, dude, I got to get some of that shit. If you go, if your buddy's like, hey, man, I went over to fucking Johnny's house the other night and I got a mean case of monkey pox. You're like, oh, shit, Johnny fucking parties. (laughs) 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 Oh, boy. We're really cooking with gas tonight. uh, Sorry, cooking with.